When it's all said and done. When the pads are all packed up. The refs have packed away the whistles. And the parking lots are empty. One show with three obsessive fans still want to have their say. And because this is Triple M, and because we really don't give a rat, we say, why the hell not? Rugby League. Please welcome AH, Chris and Rose. We are in for something special tonight. This is the back row. Footy from the cheap seats on Triple M. Well... Malachi is Wateen Zalesniak. Say it with me. It sounds great, doesn't it? Malachi Wateen Zalesniak. A comfortable low drama win to the West Tigers over the Manly Rohingya Seagulls, 30 points to 26, in the Golden Haze out there at Leichhardt. And despite the lights having no effect and the fans being constantly on the field, it was a tremendous call for Dan Ganane battling through those conditions, ably assisted by Ryan Girdler, Billy Harrigan, Gordon Tallison, Brent the Australian Reed. <laughs> You're on the back row with AH Chris and Rose. And in a week where Jerry Seinfeld outdrew South versus Canterbury, yep. you're here with two masters of their domain and one queen of their castle. <laughs> and I'll leave it to you to work out which is which. <laughs> AH, you double dip your chips the last two weeks, but you're back. How are you? I'm back. I'm back. I'm uh, recovering from one of the worst flus I've ever had. But I'm back on the darts now, so I think that's a good sign of... <laughs> Welcome that's, back. That's a sign of recovery. Uh, look, I just want to give a big uh, congratulations to everyone who ran in the city to surf today. Yeah, why not? Really good stuff that you've done for, for charity there. Although if you're still wearing your medal, you need to don't be that guy there's always, there's always people every year move on uh, and Triple M favourite and my favourite band UMI played on the roof of the Sheaf Hotel in Double Bay for everyone running Ooh. past but here's the thing boys not everyone has finished it yet you're kidding me <laughs> no, it's so, dark out there so word has come through to us that this one man whose name is apparently Duncan ironically his last name is Bannister probably no relation wow uh, is still going now he doesn't want to talk to us on air about it um, but we are going to be checking in on him across the show because he's busy you, running yeah, and, and, if, and if you're I don't know if you're out there and you think you've seen someone trundling along with a numbered bib on uh, give us a call one triple three five three. I'd say Godspeed Mr. Bannister, but yeah. I think it's gone past that. And uh, Rose, you're a Bulldogs fan. Not that there's anything. Well, in fact, there's a lot wrong with that. How are so you? So much wrong with that. I'm good, thank you. Welcome back, AH. And may I say, thank firstly, you. double dipping. It's like putting your whole mouth in the dip. You really can't do this. <laughs> I didn't. What are you talking <laughs> I, I'm not back to full health yet. I don't know what you're talking about. It's it okay. sounds like I've been quite sluttish. Seinfeld references. It's oh. fine. I'm good, thank you, Chris. It's good to be back, and it's good to have AH back in the room. We really Alice miss her. Is. I thought Woo! the person still. AH yeah, <laughs> yeah, big fans in the room of AH Kelly. Big, her biggest fan. I thought the person still running from the city of could be Phoenix, our, our DJ, but he's he's sitting right in front of us. So he's, I guess it's not him. He's here doing a job. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what it is yet. Yeah. Tonight we'll be close talking about the Hain plane is it ready to take off again. Yes. We'll be, we used to catch up Corby, but we'll be catching up Kaylee Rose, Ooh. which is a very, very important task. I too smuggled a lot of weed in her bodyboarding bag. And after we catch you up, we'll be escorting you to the appropriate authorities. Fantastic. Rose has done it again. He's worked at the, the Swans. Yep. We'll have our regular features, the back rack, just the tip, back row of the week. And don't forget, we do a little podcast extra to get everyone through their Mondays. Yes. But anyway, giddy up. We'll see you soon on the back row. <laughs> You're on the back row. We're here broadcasting out of the bunker at Triple M, Mm -hmm. where the lights are on, but nobody's really home. (laughs) 
Look, uh, Dan Ganeim was referring to the fact you were probably stuck in Leichhardt traffic. Yes. And I imagine you're still stuck in Leichhardt traffic. So mm. if you're a Tigers Even fan... I am. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> we're still getting to the show ourselves. If you're a Tigers fan and you want to tell us how you feel about the return of Benji Marshall... Oh, he's coming home. Give us a call on one triple three five three. And equally, if you're a somewhat beleaguered Seagulls fan, how do you oh. feel about your run into the finals and finals footy under T-Baz? Yeah, I want to know what the Manly fans thought of that call at the end there. Did they think that was an obstruction? Did they think that should have been a try? It only matters what the bunker thinks. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and he stopped short of the line. Bill Harrigan from Triple M, no greater authority. 393 games as a first grade referee. Yep. Try it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to argue with him. And if I could just add to, I guess, to the analysis of the end of that game, stuff manly. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, manly. Where is that guy? We're still looking for him. Now, listen, AH. Yep. You somehow managed to catch the flu being in Fiji, which in itself yeah. is a, an achievement. But you're out there scouting for the St. George Illawarra Dragons Steelers to play a game. Uh, How'd oh, you go? Yes, that's the story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was, yes, I was in Fiji uh, scouting for uh, my beloved, uh, good, decent Illawarra boys to, uh, to get a home game. Turns out that you do need the support of some kind of administration behind you uh-huh. as, a, as a lone. Um, uh, warrior, I don't know. I still yeah. got the flu. So, Lone, Lone Ranger, so whatever. Like, I, d- I didn't get it to happen, okay. all right? And then, bloody, last Friday, I went to visit my family. I ducked outside for a dart. Uh, <laughs> mum comes out. She goes, It's cold. You're going to get sick. I said, No, I won't, mum. Literally two minutes later, the flu hit me because Irish women are always right. <laughs> and that shifty little Fenyon. Cursed me with the flu. It's like this sickness has turned to sixty. She's like, it's not good. I went outside for a dart, and everyone and and through all these uh, negative. Turned me into you. I got I got demoted, and now I'm Rose. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing a great job, Chris. Suddenly, I feel bad for you. As I often say under the dictionary, no fate worse than death. I just want to know why you're over in Fiji. I know you weren't feeling well, but did you have any papalis at the bar while you were there? Um. Moving yeah, on, man. <laughs> I tell you what, in the, on, in, in the only bright news for young Isaiah Papali with an extra eye from the New Zealand Warriors, he yes. scored his first try in first grade today. So it oh. was a good day for the Papalis. But look, AH, we understand with all these events going against you, mm. you haven't been able to actually keep abreast of what's been happening in rugby league in your absence. My breasts have no idea of anything <laughs> that's going on. Again, this is exactly as I understood it to be. So why don't we... Well, Chris, I, I, have, I, I agree with you here. We once did a segment called... Catching up Corby when Chappelle Corby came back to the country. And it mm. killed. And it, it, it killed. So oh, we're gonna, such good feedback. We're going to move. We're going to improve on that segment and do our new segment called Catching Up Kaylee. Welcome back. Oh. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah. Already. Welcome back, AH Kaylee. Let's oh, fill you in go. on what's happened in footy in the last two weeks. Here Cam we Smith had his 350th game and he was awarded by being given Molly Meldrum's hat. Chris. <laughs> Meanwhile, this that photo did things to me. Sorry, <laughs> I think it did things to a lot of people. Yes, and your beloved Dragon Steelers, oh. uh, you know, vying for the eight. So they had a pretty soft draw while you're away, uh, i.e. the Knights, Rabbits, and Titans, mm-hmm. three games ago against the bottom of the table, Newcastle Knights. Unfortunately, the Dragons slayed by Prince Charming Trent Hodkinson. <laughs> 21-14 to the Knights over the Dragons. Yeah, but do you know what? We tried really hard, and I think in at least two particular situations, we tried... Very, it, they should have been disallowed. God, okay. I'm so sick. That's going to cost you $10,000. Uproar last week, AHS. Rusty Crow was denied entrance into Mascot Oval because his blue healer pup, Q-Blue, was not allowed in with him. Chris? <laughs> 
I mean, that was puppiest in the worst, worst degree. Yeah, dog discrimination, I call it. <laughs> but I think we need you. I think we need you to get to back to St George Illawarra. You led the South Sydney Rabbitohs by ten points at the mm-hmm. Sydney Cricket Ground with less than ten minutes to go. St George Illawarra twenty four, South Sydney twenty six. Oh, that's yeah. a shame. Can I can I interject? I know this is your segment about <laughs> me, but if I can interject, I watched that game at the uh, Ryan's Hotel in Thoreau, and even people who weren't really watching that game in those last few seconds, we all found religion, <laughs> and then we lost it yeah. immediately. I know you like industrial relations subjects, AH. So I've got one I for do. you. I do. Power in a union. Brad Arthur has put a released a letter on Facebook this week saying anyone who doesn't let their staff leave work early for a 6 p.m. Friday night game is a bum. He's the new Bob Hall. He's in your solidarity <laughs> for it when the work. Yeah, I'm Chris, back, baby. I'm uh, back. Who says this is not a progressive code? <laughs> and finally, some good news where yesterday down at Uau uh, Jubilee Stadium, wow. aka wow. Cogra Oval, the Dragons prevailed over the Titans, 42 points to 16. Unfortunately, Penrith and the Raiders won as well, so you're still ninth comfortably out of the ladder. Yeah, I was watching that uh, that Penrith game. Every time the Cowboys got a try, I was yelling, Dragons in the eight! <laughs> and Rose, uh, it didn't happen. That's mean. Oh, catching up, Kaylee. You're on the back row. We'll see you soon. <laughs> Love you guys. This is the back row. You're with AH Chris and Rose, and I believe we've got Jet on the line, just having left Leichhardt Oval. How are you, Jet? Jet. Good, thanks. How are you? Whoa, Jetty. Hello, Jetty. How old are you, Jet? Old enough. (laughs) (laughs) And are you flying high after a West Tigers victory, or are you a sad Manly fan, Jet? I'm really happy, actually. Tigers won. Yay. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Jet, who's your favourite player for the Tigers? Um... Vince Tedesco is leaving. He's my favourite. Yeah, me too. Oh, nice. what a try to win the game by Wateni Zelesniak. Well, the Zelesni eyes weren't out in force this week like they were last week. Malachi, say it with me. It's so much fun. Malachi. And uh, you're looking forward to next year getting on the bus with the Tigers, Jet? Uh, yeah. All right, I'll be there with you, mate. Have a great night. Thanks for your call. Thank you. Bye, you, Jetty. Bye, Jet. Go with the Jet. That's the future of our franchise right there. <laughs> Absolutely. Young Jet. I like it. Imagine if we could get Jet to play for the Newtown Jets. Oh, um, the, the tie-ins would yeah. be endless. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine the merch. I feel pretty clever for having come up with that. That's good, man. Mm. Jet, Jet. Now, listen, I'm here with AH and Rose, and I've got a little quiz for you guys. Okay. Right. What do the following people have in common? Okay. Brian Smith, mm. Michael Hagen, mm. Daniel Anderson, mm. Stephen Kearney, and Ricky Stewart. Uh, I, I don't. You just named all of them on our show in a row. <laughs> uh, that's good for half a point, but they are all, of course, Parramatta Eels coaches who were outlasted by one Jared Hayne. Wow. Oh. And you can throw in Dim Tom Sula from the San Francisco 49ers who got shown the door after one season from the Hayne plane. It's my favourite dish. But uh, uh, our own uh, Natalie Shoebridge reported today mm, that... Triple M digital uh, producer. Yeah, that this um, clear tension between Coach Neil Henry and Jared Hayne has sort of gone ballistic. And uh, the CEO of the Titans, uh, Felix Annesley, has come in and said, we have to stop this. So they're having a meeting tomorrow and there will be a a press conference. Mm. But it's all around the fact that the player and the coach are not getting on. The question then becomes, where do we think 
the Hain plane might be taking off to? And should he go? And should he just stay in rugby league? Well, let me first start by saying it's not the Hain plane anymore because he's not performing up to that name. It's the plane Hain. Yeah, no, true. Oh, <laughs> you and your bloody Hain. Thank you. Bloody Who are you, Stephen Fry? <laughs> Stephen you're, you're over Stephen here. Fry. <laughs> oh well, look. The, the question is, uh, what's what's Jared Hain's next dream? You know, because he's obviously not happy at the Titans, and and you know, there's rumoured come out that the coach and, and Jared had not talked before the game this weekend, which is clearly not the right way to be going into a game, especially at this time of the season. So wh- wh- where does Jared Hayne lie next? Is it at another rugby league team? Has he got another dream? Does he want to go to another sport? Does he want to join mm. a Australian Ninja Warrior? Who knows where he wants to go? I don't know or care. <laughs> really? You're over it's it? Like oh, I, just, I just bugger off. Go play Oztag. Yeah, right. Has it gone that far? I mean, how did you feel when we finally won that origin and he sort of jumped on the fence, you know, sort of Arms like out. the big statue in Rio de Janeiro style, arms spread? Uh, are you talking... Uh, like game one or 2014? 2014. Okay, because yeah. I was going to say game one, I was like, good on you, but it's not 2014, mate. Um, no, obviously, only game one. obviously, I felt good, but um, just uh, you know what? Yeah, he hasn't stuff. really. Yeah, he hasn't really backed it there up since then. I think that's the problem, and he's come back thinking he's going to be as loved and accepted as he was when he left to chase two separate dreams at once. Mm. But uh, I, a lot of dreams. He's, he's in the top fifty statistically only for tries scored this year. So in mm-hmm. in some ca- categories, he's not even in top 100. Um, Haynes says he'll go if that's what the Titans wants and it certainly seems to be a choice between the two of them Neil Henry was asked about the situation and this is how he described Jared Hayne he goes He's a player in the team Wow Full stop (laughs) That's cold We talk Converse which seems to be the same thing and do things as we do all the time. So it sounds really warm and cuddly, doesn't it? Wow, where he's wow. a human, I'm a human, we're both yeah, on the earth. It's like a um, deposition or what is it? You know, you need to write a statutory declaration. Right. Jared is a player on this team, yeah. uh, just like presenting the facts so that, you know, he can get his passport. Yeah. He's not actually a plane. And of course, <laughs> the, yeah. Well, I think a lot of people need to understand that. Yeah. Hopefully, young Jed understands that. Yeah, because, I think Jed you know, gets you know, it. You know, he might actually change his name as a result of what's happening with Jared. Plane will be calling yeah, him next. It's, week. it's no longer fashionable. <laughs> or maybe Jared Hayne will be changing his name in deference to Jet. Mm. He'll be calling himself the Het Jet, mm. which is accurate. Well, yeah. Jared, he is indeed Jared a dream. heterosexual man. <laughs> the headjet. And, and of course, it's raised an even broader discussion yet again about whether the Gold Coast are viable. Gus Gould says they should get the heck out of the Gold Coast and go to Brisbane. Mm-hmm. There's talk about them coming to the Bears. Yes. It is just a thought, though. If they do become the Gold Coast Bears merging with the old North Sydney franchise and they played a couple of games down at North Sydney Oval, what would they have to do to Miller Street to turn it into the Gold Coast Strip? <laughs> Ooh. Uh, the bikini, but you know, meter mates definitely get the meter. meter ma- I mean, I hate to suggest wonderful. this because you know, because we know that how much the NRL respects women. Yeah. Um, so obviously that would never happen. Toolies. Um, tool- oh yes, bring in the toolies. Yeah, we need toolies. We should be the toolies. I think that's so on brand I for the back row. If they become the Just Gold Coast pairs, to children. If they become the Gold Coast <laughs> pairs and play in North Sydney, every member of the North Sydney Oval should be called a toolie. That should be the name of the Gold Coast Bears yeah. membership. You're, yeah. you're a toolie. What's wrong with the Gold Coast Toolies? Gold, Gold Coast we Toolies. It. We locked it in. Name and the team that. That's Beautiful. Right. And yeah. Done. And Percy's Hotel would become Sin City 2. <laughs> and revenue would go through the roof. So how does Foolies fit into this? Because you know how the government, when they try to be cool and hit with the kids, uh, they refer <laughs> no. to like, um, it's like, be a, be a schoolie, don't be a foolie. Right. So Toolies, for you at home, if you're not familiar with what we're saying, so Toolies are the like uh, older people who come to schoolies, you know, and I guess try to sort of, you know, 
cop young roots and that kind of thing. And just generally, are. I think they're just there to enjoy get, the vibe. Ah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> they're there for the music. The, yeah. <laughs> the vibe of a seventeen-year-old. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Thank you. you. No. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um. So that's what a toolie is. But then the government's always like, "Don't be a foolie." Mm. Um. I just wanted to offer I think that that's to the just discussion. <laughs> terrible government advertising, if you ask me. So I think it's a work in progress. Can we get back to the plane, please. <laughs> <laughs> we got. We got to find him an airport somewhere. He's, possibly he's, in Venezuela or something like that. Where is the plane going where is to he land? Going to land. It's like a plot line in Doctor Who. <laughs> that's what I want to know. What the listeners think. No planes in Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, you're on the back row. Don't tap that app. We'll be back soon. When it's all said and done, when the pads are all packed up, the refs have packed away the whistles, and the parking lots are empty. One show with three obsessive fans still want to have their say. And because this is Triple M, and because we really don't give a rat, we say, why the hell not? Rugby league. Oh! Please welcome AH, Chris and Rose. We are in for something special tonight. This is the back row. Footy from the cheap seats on Triple M. Yes, we're here at the end of round 23 where seven out of eight games mattered this week <laughs> and the Raiders are still four points out of the four. <laughs> this is the back row uh, with A.H. Chris and Rose. We're just three hipster doofuses wanting to talk about rugby league. Yep. A.H., <laughs> you're real and you're spectacular. How uh, are you? Hell yeah, baby. I'm both real and spectacular. <laughs> and I've also and very got... very healthy. <laughs> How and good's I'm... a commercial radio station that doesn't have a cough button on the microphone? It's great. Well, it's technology upgrade. They can't do everything. Yes. You know, they're working on it. And his name is Rose. He's unemployed and he lives with his parents. Hello, Rose. <laughs> Hello, Chris. <laughs> you know, speaking of the City to Surf that's going down today, as a DJ, I've played many end of City to Surf parties at the Beach Road Hotel. And I just got to say... Some of the drunkest people you'll ever see in your life. You know, you don't drink for six weeks, you prepare, you train, you run that thing, you barely eat, and then you smash a hundred beers into your face. It's like there's, it's like a, a zombie apocalypse, but everyone's in active wear. It's amazing. <laughs> well, actually, speaking of um, of the city to surf, we yes. do have a Duncan update. Uh, so Duncan... Uh, the stray Bannister. runner. Duncan Bannister, who I'm sure is no relation, who is still doing the city to surf. Yep, where's he uh, at? He still doesn't want to come on air, but we gave him a ring uh, and he, he wouldn't uh, quite tell us. But he said that when he was on Oxford Street, it was very hard to get up much speed because the road, it's not a, it's not a clearway anymore. Oh, right. Of course, we had to tell him that Oxford Street isn't actually on the course. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, but it clearly, it's some uh, that may be why he's uh, he's so behind. But yeah. it's, uh, uh, with fingers crossed, he did recalibrate after that. Go, Duncan. Go the Duncan. most important thing is he's still out there trying. He's trying, and that's what you really want to see. Please yeah. for effort. Look, coming in this uh, hour, we'll be high talking about uh, the game of microphones that seems to be played with the imminent retirement of the great Ray Wabbits Warren. Yes. How Paul Gallen shivered his way to his 300th NRL game. <laughs> We've got Just the Tip and Back Row of the Week, and uh, we'll also be recording that podcast extra, which you get to hear on Monday to just give that little bit of zest and zing to your week. So do subscribe to the podcast, The Back Row Catch-Up on iTunes and your favourite podcasting app. Absolutely. So we are The Back Row, and if you don't come back, no soup for you. I tell you what, if the twist is coming, I'm a little bit scared as well. <laughs> I love it. If that's the I twister that's coming, heads. I'm down. That song's great. Remain in light. Yeah. The absolute peak of talking heads. I, I agree. Think. You're on the back row. Same as it ever was. Same as it ever was. <laughs> Triple M 104.9, which I think is the same as it pretty much ever was. Yes. And we're rocking for footy for just a little bit longer this weekend. 
It's time for what used to be my favourite segment till I started doing so badly. It's yeah. time for Just the Tip. Now on Triple M's Back Row. Just the Tip. Whoa! Just the Tip. Oh, jeez. Just the Tip. Just the Tip. Bobbity boo, ladies and gentlemen, as my good boy Hansel used to say, tip it and rip it, guys. <sighs> well, it is getting towards the pointy end of the season. I, oh. Oh, I cannot wait for footy to end so I can stop making those intros because they are killing me. Thursday night at ANZ. Yes, Thursday night ANZ Stadium. It's the Eels versus the Titans. Oh. Hey, you want to start? It has to be Eels, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. The Titans are worse than the Bulldogs, I think, in terms of checking out. And mm. uh, as we know, the plane will be taking off probably sometime tomorrow afternoon. So you have to go the Eels at this stage of the season, despite the disappointment against Newcastle. Yeah, I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of games this week that we're all going to tip the same because there are some pretty obvious ones going on here getting to the end of the season. Uh, the first game on Friday afternoon, ANZ Stadium, the Rabbits versus the Warriors. Speak of checking out. You're New's- a bum if you don't <laughs> let someone go to that game. New, New-, <laughs> New Zealand Warriors. Yeah, well, you know, we need a letter written of some description. Yep. And look, isn't it great to see a resurgent South Sydney when it doesn't matter anymore? <laughs> uh, they'll make another win. The yeah, rabbits. I, I yeah, agree. I'm saying rabbits as We're well. We're all with rabbits. Uh, the second game on Friday evening at Suncorp Stadium, it's the Broncos versus the Dragons. All right. <laughs> I'm going to be watching this uh, down in Thrill with my father, Charles oh, nice. Francis Frank Cayley. Going to be watching it with Frankie Boy. Frankie Boy. Uh, for his 74th birthday. Oh, All so right. we, can, we can actually watch this one because uh, it's on Channel 9. I think it's only like the second or third Dragons game that has been on free to air. Wow. So, so dad will actually be able to watch it. it oh. So your dad goes by Frankie, does he? Oh, right. Frank. His name's yeah, Frank. Yeah. Right. Yeah. My dad's first name is Donald, but he's now known as Bill, only since Donald Trump got oh. elected, and he's 91 years old. He's very politically wow. aware. I really, 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 really want the Dragons to win this game. They're not going to. Yeah, well, and I'm tipping the Dragons, obviously, because yes. they're my team, and I can't not. I, I will also be tipping the Broncos with Chris there, and happy birthday to Frankie. Yeah, that's great. Frank. Frank. Frank, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Happy birthday, Frank. Yeah. I uh, just know that he's going to be like, oh, that's my nickname now. It's Frank. <laughs> it's Frank. Uh, uh, three games on Saturday. The first one at McDonald Jones Stadium. It's the Knights on a roll versus the Storm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last versus first. I mean, Cinderella stories, Prince Charming. Can the Knights go four up? You said uh, they couldn't go three up last week, I Chris. I did say that, and I was wrong. The Storms will rain on their parade. It won't be four for the Knights. Oh, nice. Yeah, see, I kind of feel like because I have dropped downs in the tipping so much that nothing else matters, as Metallica once said. And that I should just go for it because you know, surely after for his 301st game, Cameron Smith, aka Methuselah, must be feeling very tired. <laughs> President uh, Goat. So maybe Goat. the Knights have a charm tip in the storm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, second game on Saturday, Allianz Stadium. It's the Roosters versus the Tigers. I'm still processing that they're not the last game that Triple M calls of the weekend, <laughs> and then we come on live. Yeah, it's crazy yeah. not to be on a it, Sunday. It's so often is it's your team or my team. It's really, really strange. I think next week Rose will find out that you'll be back on the road. Finally. Yeah. But look, it hasn't changed my philosophy. West Tigers to beat the Chooks. Wow. Yeah. AH. I'm going to go the Chooks begrudgingly. Yeah. I don't like them. Yeah, you got to go the Chookies there, I think. Uh, the final game on Saturday evening, 1300 Smile Stadium is the Cowboys versus the Sharky Boys. That's how I play just <laughs> the tip. <laughs> I was waiting for you to wow. yell. Okay. Well, the I rest just, of the round clearly doesn't matter according to Felix. Okay, I pointed at Felix because every time I mention the Sharky Boys, he yells out, go the Sharky, Sharky Boys. Boys. So I pointed at him and that being oh, a, a desk I operator. I'm gonna... Because it's my bloody lawn <laughs> that I introduced all of you to. He just panicked I when I... Completely unironically, <laughs> that's what I call him. Why didn't you point at me? Because he always yells it and he panicked and just yeah, plays the audio. Yeah, he loves me. Okay. Go Sharky Boys. <laughs> okay, there we go. You're picking <laughs> and, the Sharky and Boys. Are you tipping them? Yeah, go Sharky Boys. It really, this game feels like it matters. 
and I'm really uh, at all sixes and sevens. I just got a sneaking suspicion the Sharks might get it as well. <laughs> okay, Sharky boys. Uh, we've all gone the Sharky boys there. Sunday at GIO Stadium, the first game is Raiders versus the Panthers. I, I'm picking the Panthers oh, here, by the way. Really? Yeah, I think the Panthers are going to get in. I mean, Canberra's come good since uh, Ricky Sticky Stewart decided to leave the sideline and sit back in the coach's box. <laughs> ah. All the pressure is off the players. They've won three in a row. So he'll do well to be up in the sky and make it four in a row. I think the Raiders will do it. This is a rough one for me because were it not for that Panthers win last night, which sealed my boys out of the eight, uh, I would have just straight away gone Raiders. And they did win 36-16 um, this round. But uh, against... The Warriors who always bugger it up in the second half. I don't know. Look, I'm just going to go uh, Panthers. Wow. You're going to pick the Panthers? No, I'm going to go the Raiders. <laughs> is that, that? your, is that your final that? answer? I don't know. <laughs> do you want to find a friend? <laughs> yeah. What, do you want a 50-50? All right, is your last... Can whatever you, you say, yeah. I'll go, hey, I'll go uh, Whatever you say next is your final answer. Three, two, Take one. Take one of the Raiders. teams off the board. Raiders. You said Raiders. <laughs> okay. Sunday... Are you all going Raiders? No, I'm going Panthers. Oh, good. Damn it. Sunday, ANZ, it's too late. Sunday, ANZ Stadium, it's the Bulldogs struggling, going up against the Manly Boys. So, Mr. Australian, what are you doing? I am picking the Manly Boys. Are Wolf, you really? Wolf. Yeah. Yeah, so am I. I'll, I will be at the game, by the way, playing the music and trying to keep people upbeat, but I don't think it's going to work. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm a Manly Boy. I'm in 21. Wow. Uh, so I'm All going to the Manly gone Boys. gone Manly. Now, I know you panicked a little bit, AH, there, going, what's the point, you know, picking some of these teams? Oh, but I the didn't scores... panic. I'm just trying to make nonchalance part of my new brand. But you shouldn't be because the scores are a lot closer this week. Chris, you almost had a perfect round. You were one tip away from a perfect round. You got seven right. Uh, AH, you got six right. I only got four right. Wow. So wow. you guys have really made up some ground so here. So you're only, what, like 13 ahead now? <laughs> so here's the scores for this week. AH, you're in third place on 103 <laughs> points. Yeah, good. One point ahead on second place is Chris Gale on 104 points. Mm-hmm. Only two points ahead now. Oh, you got hell yeah. three up on me. Three up on me this week. Only two points ahead on 106 points. It's yours truly. No one's manufacturing. No one cares interest. anymore. It's, it's, no one cares. Felix nah. is just angry because I put him in it. It's, <laughs> it's like it's like the Titans, the Warriors, Go the Bulldogs. They're just saying, finish this, finish this now. It's a two point gap. It's a three no. point gap between you and me. Yeah, it's two point gap good. between you and me. We're getting towards the end of the season. It's going down, All guys. Right, that is another end. round of just the tip. Thank DJ you. Felix hit me one time. Go Sharky boy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Coming out of that maelstrom of electric guitar, Rock. you're on the back row with AH, Chris and Rose. And i got to say, guys, these intros are making me thirsty. Uh-huh. These intros <laughs> are making me thirsty! Thirsty for a little bit of Triple M. <laughs> now, listen, we are out there in the heartland in various ways yesterday, and it's like a tale of two days. Mm. AH and I were together, but Rose, you were off doing your thing. Tell us about it. I was at the dark side, as you like to call it, once again. <laughs> Working for the Sydney Swans at the SCG, we took on Fremantle, 14th place Fremantle. I can't bear to look at you anymore. I really can't. Uh, well, you know, it's it's a good, it's actually a really great experience. Everyone at the Swans is really, really nice. And you'd be surprised yeah, how many... They are. You'd be it's su- like Hillsong, just like yeah. Scientology. That's they're right. so yeah. nice. That's how they get you, you think, idiot. Yeah, now close your eyes and raise your hands. Uh, no, actually, a lot, of, a lot of rugby league fans. A lot of rugby league fans there, actually. And uh, I met one guy, because uh, on my mixer really, and on my laptop... Where I play the music, there's, there's stickers of the Bulldogs all over it because I work for the Bulldogs. And I'm a fan. I like to put stickers of Bulldogs, <laughs> stickers on my things. And one guy walks up and goes, oh, we got a Bulldog in here. And I went, well, you don't like the Bulldogs? He goes, anyone but the Bulldogs. And I went, who do you play for? Uh, who do you go for? And he goes, the Titans. 
No, he didn't. Yeah. No, he didn't. I found didn't. a Titans you fan, didn't. AH. You did not, honest to God, in real life see a Titans fan. I did. What you saw was a pigeon <laughs> that looked a bit small because, as I've said, they're like baby pigeons. You know, they have to be out there, but they, they don't exist. Don't do not do that. As you, yep. you both are well aware how heartbreakingly shithouse my life is right now, <laughs> and I've just come back off a two-week break. Do not lie to me. I don't know. You're sitting way. here with us. Doesn't do not that disrespect bad. me well, I by will telling say this. me that you saw a real Titans supporter in real life. I how will say this. You? He wasn't wearing any Titans. Titans gear though. You know the one thing we have said you've never seen a Titans fan in the Titans jersey with the Titans flag. He wasn't in any of the gear. Okay, but I, so he could have just been saying it. I'm pretty sure he was a Titans me. fan. <laughs> yeah, I don't sure. know. Did you take a picture or is it like a vampire that you actually look at the picture <laughs> yeah. and there's no well, image there? Did he have feathers? <laughs> he sat alongside me oh, for most of the day. Flag. And look, the, the Swannies are on a roll right now. They're a really performing team. And the, Freeman, and the Fremantle Dockers are in 14th place. So from the get-go, it was an absolute beatdown. The Swans were just crushing Fremantle. So there was a lot of attention on my laptop when the Dragons were playing the Titans in the second half of the game. And that guy was visibly quiet and annoyed. So I think he really was a Titans fan. No. Listen, listen, Rose, when you th- say the Swans are nice people, they're there for you. They're for your membership fees, your merchandise purchases. Well, they obviously see what's going on in the dogs. That's- <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> now, AH, we clearly had a much better time. What did we Hell get up yeah. to yesterday? Uh, we spent a good time with a, a whole bunch of people uh, headed up by a friend of the show, uh, Albie Tallarico from Steel Sports and the Newtown Jets, mm-hmm. who uh, we had a, a brewery tour at the Young Henry's Brewery. We did. Which uh, i got to tell you, I spent a lot of time at the Young Henry's Brewery because I used to live pretty much across the road. And because they have a brewery license, uh, you can buy alcohol from there on Good Friday. So I was there all the time. Hot tip, Sydney. Um, <laughs> Um, and and props to Albie who managed successfully to organise a piss up in a brewery. Mm, and then we went place to, to do a, it. This place to do it. You know, it's the that, that's the phrase, and he did it well. Uh, and then and responsibly. We, as a respons- oh, we drank so responsibly, responsibly. <laughs> so responsibly. Uh, and then uh, then we went to uh, uh, watch a complete washout. The Newtown Jets losing to the Penrith Panthers. And Mitch Rain was playing, my beautiful Mitchell Rain. Yeah. And that was exciting to see him. Was but also sad as well. Henson Park. Yes. Yeah, so it was yeah. a Jets home game, and they were yeah playing the Panthers. Chris, yeah. did you get your blue? Healer through the door? <laughs> no, no. In, in fact, it could well be a dog-free welcome. Sorry, dog welcome type zone. Henson Park. That's a very good. Do they do they do dog question. games? Uh, the dogs are allowed to play there. I actually <laughs> witnessed them <laughs> yeah, have a twenty-six-year-old, twenty-six-old draw. That'd be the game to let the dogs in. Look, I can, yeah. can I say no, the... there's always dogs at Henson Park. It's like it's dogs, children. Like it's your ultimate sort of like a uh, family. Except Rusty Crow's day. dog, and of course yeah. they sell uh, Young Henrys at the bar, and that cider is my favourite. They're, they're, that's they're the cloudy cider because I don't like beer, as you boys know. That's right. Is uh, they they put it in at my local, but they put it upstairs, and I hang out in the dodgy downstairs sports bar. I will go upstairs. Wow! With the, with this dodgy, you go up a whole flight of stairs. Uh, you know me with this with this dodgy rig. <laughs> I will go up the stairs just to get it. We, was, wow. we had a great day, didn't we, Chris? It was really good. And can I just say the brewery tour was delicious. Yeah, <laughs> and mm. it's my type of tour in a factory where you wear safety goggles, but you still have the beverage of your choice in your hand. Yeah, in my hand. Yeah. I'd so too. when you were there in Henson Park, the heartland of of uh, many consider rugby league, eight thousand nine hundred and seventy two of us. And I'm sure yeah. a lot of people came up to you guys and said, "Hey, you're the guys from the background. And you went, yeah. And they went, hey, where's Rose? What did you tell them? <laughs> That's exact. Well, I revealed that you were DJing at the AFL and there was just a combination of anger and tears <laughs> yeah. and recriminations and say, never work with that man again. And I, I said, I'll take that on board. <laughs> I think it's what impacted the Jets' performance, frankly. Oh, really? They, mm. they knew I was at AFL and they were destroyed. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Listen, it was certainly a tale of two days. Come back and hear more on the back row. No flipping. Oh, <laughs> You're on the back row, and we've got JJ on the line from East Hills. Would you like to reveal who or what you are, JJ? 
I am a Titans fan, happily. What? Yeah, but I can't see you. <laughs> Let me post it. I'll, I'll send you a picture. Don't, don't send me a picture. <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're curious. We want to know more, JJ. How's life being a Titans fan in 2017? Yeah, what's life being like not existing, JJ? Uh, who, who do you go for first? I go for the Illawarra Steelers, so, you know, much of a much less. Yeah, well, very good question, JJ. Well put. Oh, I got roasted <laughs> by an imaginary man. No, JJ, good on you, JJ. JJ, do you face a lot of trouble as a Titans fan? Do a lot of people give you grief? Oh, I think we're too. People just realise that we're pretty at the moment. Yeah. yeah. So they sort of just bypass us and don't don't really comment. JJ, don't, don't listen. Really have, we don't have legs to stand on, really. Yeah, JJ, don't listen to these other yeah, two. Yeah, you don't have a leg to stand on because you're a pigeon and one of them is actually like a little popcorn foot. All right, I'll stop now. Don't listen to these other two, JJ. You and I are kindred spirits. We're both part of teams that have big stars who aren't performing up to the level that we want them to perform in right now. You and I are kindred spirits. We've got to stay together. We're fans of these losing teams. Don't listen to these other two, JJ. Exactly. And you know what the best thing is? 2018, Gold Coast will still be in the comp, but I don't know where the Steelers will be. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> and, and JJ... If you've got to go Hayne or Henry, where do you end up? Uh, you've got to look long-term. You've got to get keep Henry. All right. Hayne. Smart guy. Sounds like Jared's buying his uh, plane ticket. I like JJ. JJ, I hate to say this, but that was a dynamite phone call. Oh, Thanks, and, mate. And JJ, I'd love to say 14th place versus 9th place. <laughs> get off my show. That's okay. You're on the back row. You're on Triple M, the back row with AH, Chris and Rose. We're just three footing fans doing our best to keep the dribble to a minimum. <laughs> AH, I know you've got something you'd like to say. Yeah, so look, I have been away from the show for two weeks and obviously, you know, you guys were kind enough to catch me up on, to, on what's happened in rugby league over the last two weeks because mm-hmm. I, I missed a lot of that as well for, uh, for various reasons. Something else happened in the last two weeks um, that I was away and that is that producer Felix has grown the most disgusting soul patch I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. Get on the mic, Felix. There is a story behind this, isn't there? There is. Uh, it's not as exciting as the soul patch looks. I lost a bet and uh-huh. uh, that bet was... You know, I have. And to what grow- was the bet? Hundred likes on Facebook. Oh. <laughs> Hundred likes. And isn't it that uh, if you, if it, like this will be ongoing? If something again gets a hundred likes, you have to keep the soul patch. Is that? Well, that's what's being attempted. The person right. who I originally made this bet with, he goes, you know, double or nothing, another 100 likes, another month. And I really don't want to get another 100 likes. Yeah. I'm sick of this double thing. Double or nothing suggests that you should get something out of the doubling. Exactly. Which, which is just, which doesn't happen. But the interesting thing is, uh, is that it's more than just a, like for you at home, it's not just a little like Shannon Noll soul patch. It's like, it goes to the chin also, <laughs> Felix. Like you've committed <laughs> to it. But so really, I would call it a half goatee. Male facial hair is a, 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 specialty, a of specialty of mine. <laughs> I would call it a half goatee, and all I want to suggest is, because this is my advice to everyone, you need to get a moustache to even it out. Firstly, so you can look like evil timeline Felix, because <laughs> you're kind of on your way there at the moment. You're, you know, you're the you're the bad Felix. Uh, but secondly, just in my view, all men should have moustaches. All got, men, every say, man should grow a moustache and then say hello to me. I, when I look at Felix with that soul patch on, and he makes that smile, all I can think of is, "What about me? <laughs> it isn't fair." <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I literally just said that it's not like his. Yeah, I know. I know. Thanks for that. So, just trample on my joke. This is one of the great philosophical issues. Is Felix Soulpatch Santa Nolesque or is it not Santa Nolesque? AH, I suggest you look up Regan Campbell Gillard as sporting the best moustache in rugby league. But oh, I do I know, think. Oh, I baby. Uh, Chris McQueen as well. But at least I think the Soulpatch will catch your dribble, Felix. You're on the back row. <laughs> 
I'm going to miss you, man. Easy. I know this is the last day of year 12, but we're going to be friends still, right? Even though we're not in class. So for those of you listening to the podcast, the song that just played was (laughs) Green Day, Time of Your Life, Good Riddance. Sorry. You're on the back row with AH Chris and Rose on Triple M, and that song was played when Mal really finished his stint and a very successful stint it was, coaching the Newcastle Knights. And he went around Hutter Stadium or Marathon or whatever it was called at the time on an open back car right. with them playing good riddance. It didn't seem to make sense to me. No. Do you know what also? The, um, the very last moments of Cheese TV. Yes. Oh, oh really? Yeah. And, of course, in uh, what can only be described as a coincidence, the uh, farewell tune for the montage in Seinfeld. Well, oh, that's yeah. true. Wow. Like that. Pleasant coincidence. Speaking also, of r- our last show. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of rugby league, it's time for another one of our great segments. It's Chris Gale's back rap. It's Chris Gale's the back rap. <laughs> Thank you very much, Rose. <laughs> well, I hate you were complaining. You're complaining that when I made the theme for Chris Gale's back rap, there wasn't enough production. So I yelled, it's Chris Gale's the back rap over the top. You've been working hard. Thank you. We're in round 23 where seven of the eight games mattered, yet the semi-finals picture is no clearer. Ten teams are left (laughs) and uh, we just don't know where they're going to end up. Now, we opened up on Thursday night with the South Sydney Rabbitohs defeating the Canterbury Bulldogs. I'm sorry about this, Rose. 28 points to 14. As we've been mentioning throughout the show, Seinfeld was next door. His three biggest laughs laughs where he simply just said, Bulldogs, Des Hasler, and Salary Cap. I've got to say, a bunch of people in jeans and white runners mixing with Rabbits fans must have looked very strange. It was very strange. Very strange indeed. And the misery's heaped up with Josh Reynolds doing a calf, Sam Cassiano a chest. And let's hope that this has not both been their last game for the Bulldogs. Sad way to go out. Mm. The score up, though, by the way, is uh, Bulldogs for the season 278, well short of the Hazanel Masri 342. Okay, thank you. And the Burgess Twins answered Spuds Carroll's criticism about being too heavy by combining for 370 metres and 57 tackles. <laughs> Can we move on, please? Unlucky seven no. for Parramatta, going down 29-10 to the Newcastle Knights. They were caught napping down. early. Mm. There was some controversy about Kenny Seo passing whilst held on the ground. Uh, Andrew Voss said, I thought it was Saturday by the time he passed. <laughs> But uh, Perinara said play on, and he is the best-looking referee in rugby league, so he knows what he's doing. Whack a moustache on that man. <laughs> it's like a ramp. And it's it? over. <laughs> now, young Brock Lamb recovered from... that man on me. ...recovered from his famous shank kick against the Bulldogs a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. And was described in the Herald today as slaughtering the Eels with a mouth-watering performance. So well done, Brock Lamb. Uh, good on him. Uh, the Brisbane Broncos prevailed very much so, 30 points, 32 points to 10 over the Cronulla Sharks. It wasn't really go Sharking boys on that particular occasion. No. It's always go Sharky boys. Go yeah. Sharky boys. <laughs> but it must have felt like 302 to 10 to poor old Paul Gallen, who was at Suncor for his 300th game. Mm. And nothing but bad memories up there for Gal. Mm. Speaking of bad memories, James Maloney and his comeback from a broken hand, his stat line read three penalties, 10 missed tackles, kicked it out of the fall and coughed it up at critical stages. Mm. Three penalties, that is actually a poor performance for him because it's usually more. He's yeah, less, no, he's let himself yeah, down and his team down. He has. He's the most player in the team. It became a, it's a drinking game amongst my friends. Penalty uh, for Malone. Yeah, move on. Every shark <laughs> missed a tackle and they racked up 52 missed tackles. One for every week of the year. Wow. Racked up. Okay, St. George and the Gold Coast. We know the result George here. Elora. Yes, big win for St. George Elorara. And man, did Kurt Mann have a fantastic game, man. Oh, oh. stop it. 
Two tries replacing Josh McCrone in a move that Mary McGregor says is probably likely to be permanent for the rest of the season. Did he get fined mm-hmm. for saying that? Yeah. Mary went told, asked about how will he go against the Broncos next week, which the last time they won up there is 2009. He said, we haven't had this team that we have now since 2009. That's facts. Which is a very, very factual statement <laughs> along the lines that Seinfeld would like to point out about the overuse of the expression, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> Mary said he was happy with Saints' advantage line, second phases, position and shapes, which makes me think that Mary would be an excellent town planner. Uh, In a game down in Melbourne that could only be described as dour, tense and wet, the Melbourne Storms prevailed over the Sydney Roosters. DTW. And let's face it, the game... I'm always DTW. (laughs) The game is exactly like Melbourne. Dour, tense and And wet. wet. (laughs) Uh, That's me, baby. (laughs) There you go. Surly Vinavala gave a little tip that he was all over Sally Pearson as a likely gold medalist in the 110-metre hurdles. What was that? How about that leap? I I guess he got a bit of adrenaline under his trunk when he caught that ball with his knees and thought, I'm going to jump these guys and run 90 metres. He just Mm. did a flying knee strike like Liu Kang in Mortal Kombat (laughs) straight to that guy's face. The Fox Sports Lab. Yeah. The Fox Sports Lab lab measured the leap at 1.8 metres. So there's a future in the high jump, but unfortunately he's been charged with contrary conduct for what's... The actual technical term is dangerous leap. Well, it's just dumb. 16-13 to the Storms. Penrith, big win, coming down from 16-6 to defeat the far north Queensland Cowboys. Let me tell you, Hook Griffin is building story upon story on that high rise. It's, yeah. like, it's like a Dubai building right now. It's just climbing to the sky. Yep. We're excited to have Graham the Trout Hughes again calling the game. Poor old Justin O'Neill didn't hyper-colour as in retro round his elbow. He hyper-extended it. <laughs> and combined with Michael Morden's head knock, uh, the Cowboys were down for the count in the second half and they got beaten in what was really the Nathan Cleary show with two tries yeah. and a cover tackle on Rocky Horror Cohen Hess that had to be seen <laughs> mm. to be believed. That jawline was killing it. <laughs> now, Canberra is still in contention, 36-6 to 6 over the Warriors. However, they're still on life support. I Four can- points adrift from the eight. I cannot believe I picked the Warriors there. I, I went. I took a chance. Yeah, no, no. no, you can pick the Raiders. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course they did. I love yeah. the Raiders. You love the Raiders. Jared Croker chasing down Jason Croker for all-time leaving Canberra try scorer. All of the six, oh, sorry, six of the five of the six Warriors try tries that they conceded came on the back of handling errors. So they need a bit of stick them on their hands across the ditch. And finally, in the Beyond Blue Cup. Mm, yes. Uh, and the number for which, if you are having any issues and, and I've got uh, it want to call... one three hundred double two four six three six for Beyond yep, Blue. Yep, that's correct. They're and, open 24-7. And, and, and Lifeline? Uh, yeah, and if, you know, things are sort of a little bit more serious there uh, and you're in a crisis experience, the number for Lifeline is 13 11 14. West uh, succeeded in securing the cup over Manly, 30 points to 26, where I think enthusiasm probably prevailed over a little bit of uh, class and experience there. Uh, The game really turned on the back of back-to-back intercepts by David Nofaluma from Tommy Turbo Travojevic, who's now called Tommy Turning Point. (laughs) (laughs) And Tui Lolahila, I could kiss you. That's the back wrap. You're on the back row. Well, you're here on the back row with A.H. Chris and Rose on Triple M. That, of course, was Paul Kelly and the Messengers with Dumb Things. Story of my life. Yeah. Could be our new theme music. What do you think? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Was it the Messengers? I thought it was the Colour Girls. No, it's... it's Messages is what is what the board is messaging me uh, here, oh, I'm sure and I always then. trust the technology. That's never always. got me in trouble previously. <laughs> I actually think we've got some news coming yes. down the wire. Yeah, we do. We've had another Duncan update. Oh, how um, is he? So Duncan, for you who may not have uh, been following the show earlier, he is still running the city to serve. Good on him. Um, is, is he, is he still up. running, or is he just hobbling? Well, the city yeah, to I know, he's still verbing the city to serve. Uh, so he still doesn't want to get on the line with us, but um, he has let us know that he's made it through the King's Cross Tunnel. Oh, good. Uh, somehow, That's a good start. That's good. somehow because. 
things I wonder, do they have pavements for pedestrians? In that tunnel? No. No, no so definitely not. So it's not cleared, no, and he's, no, but he's made his way through, so yes. a bit of a... Um, Runners in the city just don't have the right of way, though. That's true. They yeah. do actually clear it just specifically no, that's what I mean. for that they, purpose. Yeah, they clear yeah, it, so there right. are no cars, but... Yeah, if he wants to merge, <laughs> he's allowed to merge. No. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he's there, and, uh, and he's also, um, sorry, so he made it through there, and he's also past Heartbreak Hill now, oh. uh, and he's on his way to Vaucluse, so good stuff, oh, Duncan. <laughs> it sounds like Duncan's having the same problem that one of the runners had in the women's 3,000-metre steeplechase at those same world championships a couple of days ago. Yeah. When you do the steeplechase, you actually go off the round part of the course and do this little diversion to the infield to jump over the water jump. Yeah, you jump and over, you jump on the thing, one foot on the thing and then yeah. over the water. And I think her name yeah. was Chep Coach. She was the Kenyan runner in the lead and she was clearly in the zone. She just kept running around the curve. <laughs> oh, just straight past it. That's right. So like Duncan, she had to turn around, get out of Oxford Street, get back. <laughs> yeah. And she got back on the... I do love as well when we said to him, like, you know that that wasn't on the course, right? When he was telling <laughs> <laughs> But she got on the back of the pack, but unfortunately only got fourth. And there's nothing wrong with fourth. Nothing fourth. wrong with fourth, Especially baby. when you run an extra 50 metres. Right, Felix? Now, we like looking at the fourth estate <laughs> on this show. I'm not sure we're part of it, but we at least like looking at it. Mm. And during the week, the Telegraph did a poll on the wake of Graham Hughes' very successful return to calling the Rugby League in the South Dragons game, slash Steelers, of course, out at the SCG. Mm-hmm. Mm. And they ran the poll because Ray Rabbits-Warren, who's signed another five-year deal, but it's his option as to when he chooses to no longer call. Yep. And, and Ray has been scaling back. He you know, doesn't really do much of the interstate games and things like that now. Who should replace Ray Warren? Mm. The poll came in at Andrew Voss, 32%. Graham Hughes, because he's very much top of mind, I think, 26%. Big drop to Warren Smith. Mm. Certainly one of my personal favourites. Yeah, he's good. I've seen it all. You can take me now. <laughs> take me now. <laughs> and uh, in, a, in a fairly modest fourth place, and there's nothing wrong with fourth. No. We just said that. Yep. But Ray Hadley. Right. 7%. There's plenty but, wrong with Ray Hadley, though. <laughs> but he's not happy. <laughs> and, he's, and you know what he's not happy about, guys? Being fourth? No, Graeme Hughes. Oh. <laughs> he said, there's a bloke in the story who has waited almost 30 years for a second crack. Who's counting? He's eagerly promoting himself, and why wouldn't he be? He works for a radio station that nobody listens to. Okay. <laughs> uh, they don't pay, pa- take part in the radio ratings. I didn't know that. 2SM doesn't pa- ta- take so in nobody the listens to them. He's sunken into media oblivion in the last 30 years. Brutal. If and when the job becomes available, the replacement for Way Warren, who's almost irreplaceable. Yes. Which is well, I do agree in- with that, yeah. Yeah, yeah which is incorrect. Um, no. I, well, I think he can be replaced. I won't be a participant in the process. Okay. He said they shouldn't be offering the job to 60-year-olds. <laughs> Ageist. Yeah. I agree. Oh, I'm not <laughs> even going to be trying out. Yeah, you know you're not. <laughs> that's right. I agree. Nothing wrong with fourth rate. Now, yep. Graham Hughes says, if you're ever going to defeat an opponent, whether that's in business or sport, whatever you do, you never defeat anybody until you show them true respect. Ray, I'll say this. You wear the number one broadcaster tag in your spot, which two of itself Deserves great respect. Mm. However, today I feel you disrespected your own position by not simply respect. There's too much respect in this from Graham Hughes. Stekper. Respecting others who have done nothing, especially to you, except work hard, try and find their way in life and earn their position in their chosen careers. Wow. So we've got Haley versus Hughes. Guys, how do we feel? Who do we want to take over the golden microphone? Because it feels like a game of microphones, doesn't it? Oh, God. Oh, no. Uh, wait, wait. Well, I don't know if I want to contribute to this discussion anymore, but Dan Ganane. Well, you know that I'll always bring Ganane up in this. I would listen to Dan Ganane commentate a game of Monopoly in a Christian hospice. Oh, it, I should be the voice of the nation. That's not what he sounds <laughs> like. <laughs> it's the spirit that you're channeling there, Rose, rather than the accuracy, right? <laughs> but he's, Dan is in seventh. 
and, oh, and, and must have he was on yeah, the so, bottom. Yeah. So, so he's up against uh, above Ray Hadley. Right. Oh, I, think he's nothing, the, I think he's the best. In so the game. Nothing wrong with so seventh place. So he's got Don't a footprint. Fly. No, that's Gordy. <laughs> he's got a footprint, and I think that you know we really should be mm. pushing for Dan to but take only that one number one spot. Footprints because yeah. Jesus is carrying him. Mm. Yeah. He's heaps good, is what I'm trying to say. I, yeah, think, yeah. I think he he's probably my favourite caller, frankly. What's wrong with a rotating lineup of Voss, Smith, Maroon, and Ganane? I, I think it should be Chris Gale. I'll wait the age thing. Yeah, no. no, no. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, this was I think a game. It should be me. Yeah. Well, just I... much like Australian Ninja Warrior, but you guys again would have to be standing just to the left, going, "Breathe, Anne. Breathe." Ah, <laughs> do... oh, he's got the ball, and the player with the good profile, and he now he has the ball. Ah, oh, yeah. he dropped it. It's a tough game. Well, there you go. There's, there's your audition right oh, there. There we go. I, I think. A.H. Kelly, you'd be fantastic, except you can't in a live call go, get him on side! Right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's just too much emotion. This game will continue I for, I, I think, use. months and months to come. The back row will be here at least after the next segment. Oh, wait, game of microphones. Is this the Game of Thrones theme? Yes, it is. I don't oh. watch that show. Right, sorry. I get it now. Welcome back. To the back row. Yes, we're back. Stone Sal no, there. We're back. With their, with their very incre- uh, creatively named song number three. It's a good name for a song. Mm. What order was it played on the show tonight? Because it's the third song, Rose. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I get it now. Yeah, ever. <laughs> it's beautifully placed between number two and number four. Yeah. They really think about yeah, these they, things. Thinkers. So we are almost wrapped up, but we're still three footy fans talking yada, yada, yada about rugby league. Mm. And we've already reflected on Paul Gallon's 300th game, which occurred up at Suncourse Stadium earlier this round. Now, Gal has been a warrior and a good contributor on Triple M. Yes. And, uh, no, he was a shark, not a warrior. Yeah, true. Very, very true. Ha-ha! <laughs> 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 Go sharky, boys. Yeah, it's good to be back, guys. Yeah, <laughs> it's good to have you back, AH. And one of the things that happens when you play 300 games is people write articles about you, and there's been some great coverage of Gal, and we've learned some things about him we didn't know. <laughs> One of the things he insisted on early in his career was the keys to Shark Park. Uh-oh. Because he wants 24-7 access to all the rehab equipment. Okay? Uh-huh. So he has spent, and it can be a Saturday night, a Monday afternoon, a Tuesday morning, on his own in the ice bath getting things treated. What? So it was revealed by David Riccio in The Telegraph uh, this weekend, uh, based on an interview with our long-serving conditioner, Mark Noakes, that Gal will ring from the ice bath at all manner of dimes in the day or night to check on something. Right. He'll be, he says, I'll be at a mate's barbecue or a home watching TV, and he's sitting by himself at an empty shark park in a freezing cold bath. It might be a calf, a small elbow complaint, or nothing at all. Wow. It's just Gal, and it's the thing he does, and he says to young guys, this is the sort of preparation you need to do. Over 17 seasons, he's gone through treatments including uh, no sleep, um, well, it's a weird have, one. I have a sleep disorder, yeah. and I can tell you it's not a good treatment. <laughs> Cryotherapy, which didn't really work out too good Very for the New South Wales position. Blues up at Kingscliff. Ah, yes. Those old favourites, Pilates and yoga, those two stand-up comedians that have that show on SBS. Uh, <laughs> and the ridiculous bracelets with magnets he was promised would help beat a shoulder injury put prior to the 2007 Trans-Tasman Test. What does this say about Gal? You know, that's sort of almost that word picture of him in a yeah, darkened for, rehab room in an ice me, bath. For me, like having having the keys alone, turning up, you know, middle of the night, it, like it, it, it may just be that this bitch right here is an award-winning professional writer. Right. But that affects me very deeply. Like um, he, the image of Gal cutting like a, a lonely, beautiful figure 
in an ice bath in a completely dark mm. stadium. I imagine everything, it's just, it's just one light sort of in the room with him and then the camera pans out and the, yeah. the door is slightly ajar. Mm. I think there's some, I think someone just needs to sit him down and give him the number for Beyond Blue and ask you see, if he's no. okay. I look at it the other way, AH, because I love my alone time. I'm a big fan oh, of the alone time. I love time. it too. I'm not saying that it's like a, but it's just, it's he, quite he, lovely. I think this is his excuse to get alone and really think over things. You know, another big fan of the ice bath was former uh, WWE wrestler Hornswoggle. The oh, little, uh, little midget. He, lo- now, he loved a good ice bath, that guy. I think it's now refereeing as Chris James in the yeah. NRL. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, he is. But uh, maybe he just likes to get there. And I, even what, like you said, even when he's not injured, he likes to ice something down. I think it's that moment of like... Uh, feeling that feeling the the pain of the ice yes. and make kind of centers you because I I like the alone time I like mm. to, I like, I'm an ASMR guy I'll put the the sounds yeah of, that helps me get to sleep baby I love it on things and, and telling you're gonna you're gonna be you're great gonna be okay. you're gonna you're gonna do really good it's your three hundredth game you're gonna do great I listen to Stone Sour I Every, don't know what you're <laughs> <laughs> song number three uh, number everybody four. loves you gal everybody yeah. loves yeah. you no but I see I agree with you that's the thing sorry when I say I like a, a lonely and beautiful I don't mean like it's it's sad per se but I think there's something about the human condition in this and the the extreme physical sensation of the cold ice while just being alone and in your own head and maybe there's yeah. a sense of melancholy there but you know melancholy can feel good sometimes yeah, and sure. I just think you know we all know that he is a very poetic mm. um, man <laughs> yeah, he's very poetic. And, uh, yeah and I, I just see this now being reflected in this you know this sort of uh, moment whatever the rugby league equivalent of tears of a clown is mm. tears of a brute I don't know I think it's beautiful and lovely Chris you're the most mature person here what do you think he's well, doing? Well look I just think that uh, he's redefined the meaning of the one percenters and after 300 games Paul Gallen we salute you we're on the back row no more flipping one segment to go welcome we're the back row AH Chris and Rose and once again I say Malachi Watini Zalesniak it's fun to say say it with me 30 points to 26 the West Tigers Danganone and the team, it certainly made my day. I hope it's made your day out there. Oh, the Tigers have tipped it up the end. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like <laughs> listening to a, re- a recording. <laughs> it's like he's in the room, guys. Now, uh, we've got a podcast extra coming up. Yes. Yes, that's right. Oh, okay. And so you can subscribe to our podcast <laughs> to hear that. Uh, it's called The Back Row Catch-Up, uh, and you can get it on iTunes and your favourite podcasting app. And more news from Duncan. Well... <laughs> I don't know if we'd really call it that. So Duncan, uh, Duncan, who <laughs> still, Duncan. Well, who was still running the city to surf when we began the show at about six twenty and yes. continuing. Uh, so he's stopped taking our calls now. Okay, because uh, he 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 didn't want to talk to us on air, but we, he, but we were we were sort of he let us check in on us anyway. He stopped taking our calls. He's cracked the shits with the entire situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, told me to get effed and that he's going to Revisi's. So Ooh. I don't know if he's ever going to finish the city to surf. Smart but man. Duncan, we salute you. Uh, well, then, again, with any luck, you might be going down to DJ there, Rose, so in his yeah, dehydrated yeah. state. Yeah, I'll be dropping some bangers for Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be the best charity festival ever, bangers for Duncan. Bangers for Duncan. <laughs> it's where you sell sausages to people and all the money raised goes towards Duncan's Duncan. running shoes. Duncan yeah. Bannister, who clearly is no relation. Get your hands up. up. Yeah. Oh, Put all your right. hands so proud up. Of all right, guess what? It's time for Back Row of the Week. Back Rower of the Week. Bobbity okay. boo. Oh, sorry. Wrong yeah, no, wrong. <laughs> my, I tell you what, my Wormhole. whole body was about to go into the, the yes, that's right, <laughs> but uh, not my job anymore. <laughs> well, wormhole. Uh, this is where we like to talk about people in the general community, the general world, the general news that we think would be uh, additions to our NRL squad mm-hmm. coming like us from the back row. 
Rose, who's your back row of the week? I would like to make my back row of the week this week the Queen. The Queen of England. Elizabeth oh, II. Please yes. No. Because it's been revealed. You've got an Irish woman sitting here. Please don't. It's been revealed how much booze she drinks on a daily basis. Uh-huh. All right. Let me take you through the Queen's schedule for a day. This is every day. Uh, her first drink uh, is just shortly before lunch. It's a gin and Dubonnet with a slice of lemon and a lot of ice. Then during lunch, she'll have a piece of chocolate and a glass of wine at meal's end. Then also at lunch, the Queen drinks a dry gin martini. And then her final drink of the day doesn't come till she's about to go to sleep with a glass of champagne before bed. Now, some people have been really angry at the Queen for this. They've said, oh, it's encouraging binge drinking and stuff. Oh, no. It's H- how old's the Queen? It's like 99. She's about to get a letter from herself, isn't she? Yeah, yeah she, like <laughs> she's about 90, like 91, 92. 92. Yeah. She's at that age where she spends most of her time just going, I'm 92! They just yell their ages at that time. Yeah. I, she can do whatever she wants. She is the queen. I yeah. say, have those four drinks and a day. historically, she has. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Drink like fourteen guava cruises in a night, and you never make me back rower of the no, week. No, but you don't in run fact, a country. I did once make you my back rower of the week. Yeah, yeah, but you there's don't. There's still time. You don't run a country, AH. Yeah, we'll give That's you time. That's the difference. Yeah, well, I'll give you some time. So, based time. on what you're saying, there's a slight possibility that down at Ravisi's tonight, Her Majesty will be singing. I would love to have a drink with Duncan. Is that right? Yes. Hello. I think can so. you can you drop some bangers, please? AH. <laughs> <laughs> <A-H. laughs> Uh, look, my back row of the week this week is um, my old boss and friend, Andrew Denton, um, who, of course, we know um, last week or, or the week before was, uh, yeah, last week was uh, diagnosed with advanced heart disease and had to have a triple bypass surgery quite urgently. He's had his surgery. Um, feedback seems that he, he's very good. I was speaking to him uh, before the surgery and his favourite biscuit are um, mint slices, aren't it? mint slices. Mm. Interesting. And so I said to him, I was like, you'll let me know when, um, you know, when the doctors will, will let you back on the chocolate so <laughs> I can send you a whole trolley. And he said that, you know, unfortunately from here on, they're going to have to be low cholesterol, uh, heart healthy mint slices. Mm. So now I have to find a recipe <laughs> and make him bloody heart healthy, low cholesterol mint slices. And can I just say, frankly, getting advanced heart disease and having a triple bypass is really rude <laughs> for your friends who like to nurture and send care packages. That's all I'm saying. And so that's why Andy Wandy, as I always like to call him. Because right, you're your um, mates, right? Well, Andy well, we, Wandy. Well, well, we, I can't call him that. Yeah, well, we worked together for a long time. Yeah, there you the, go. Uh, there you go. Anyway, yeah, so that's why Andrew's my back row of the week. And if you are listening, boss, I hope you're okay. It's nice. one thing he shares in common with Nathan Hindmarsh. That's his favourite cookie as well. I, I is w- it? I yeah. would watch a TV show of A.H. trying to cook things. Yeah, I would absolutely I'm, watch that. I, I actually am a too. really good, like, no joke, I, I am really, really good at that. Yeah. Okay, well, I'd watch it. For mine, obviously, with good. the return of Benji Marshall at the age of 32 and a bit of extra muscle, I can see him coming off the bench as a super sub for us next season and yeah. playing a bit of back row. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I'd like to give my shout-out to the great golden girl herself, Betty Cuthbert, who Ooh. passed yes. away this uh, yeah. week. In, you know, somewhat quixotically, the week of the World uh, Athletics Championship, she is the only Olympic track athlete to have won the 100 and the 200 and the 400 metres. Wow. And the great part of that story is she won the 400 at Tokyo eight years after she did the double plus the replay in uh, Melbourne back in 56. awesome. So, uh, Betty Cuthbert, we salute you. Sally Pearson saluted you by winning the gold in the hurdles. And Suni Vunavali saluted you <laughs> by trying to jump over the Roosters <laughs> defence last night, hurdle style. Final thoughts, guys? Rose? Oh, you want me to go first? Look, I know it's been a month of wrestling for me. I've been talking about it for a month, but tonight is the grand final. Omega versus Naito. My boy Naito is going to win it. No more wrestling talk after this. I promise. Go the G1. 
AH. Uh, I didn't come up with a final thought because I I usually don't have to do it. <laughs> this, everything in this new role. You're doing a great job, Chris. That's my final yeah, thought. Yeah. Thanks, AH. It's been so good to have you back, Rose. It's Pleasure. All, well, there is nothing wrong with being a Bulldog supporter. That's how generous I'm feeling. Thanks. Felix, thank you so much for your support. This has been The Back Row. We will see you next week. Bye now. You've been listening to The Back Row Catch-Up. Hear it live on Triple M Sydney, Sunday night, right after the footy.